0: Relevant content for our members, by our members. This is TMC Connect.
1: Good morning, everyone. Rich Stravinsky with The Mortgage Collaborative here with the first ever edition of a new show we're doing called Monday Mortgage Quarterback. Every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern during the NFL season, I will be joined by six lender member correspondents of The Mortgage Collaborative, representing the six cities involved in the three biggest NFL games of the week. Uh, We'll look to these correspondents each week to uh, provide some local insights, some local color as to their local housing markets, uh, what's going on in housing in those parts of the country, uh, and also to get their fan reaction on the NFL games that took place just the day before, and what a start to the NFL season it was, week one, starting with the Thursday night thriller, the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the ageless wonder Tom Brady uh, leading an incredible come-from-behind win. Brady, 44 years old. I'm like the exact same age as Tom Brady. I can barely get through a web broadcast without fatiguing. This guy is playing at an elite level still. It's really incredible. Uh, moving on to yesterday's games, Kyler Murray took the Cardinals into Nashville, uh, really just led a pretty thorough beating of a Titans team that's been in the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, also had Matt Stafford making his debut last night with the L.A. Rams, throwing three touchdown passes, looking really good as the Rams took care of the, the Bears on Sunday night football. And of course, the three heavyweight matchups uh, that we're here today to discuss. Uh, Before we get to that, let me take a second to introduce our six TMC lender member correspondents. We'll start in Kansas City, Missouri. The CEO, First Mortgage Direct, Ryan Weeby. Ryan, good to see you, bud.
2: Happy to be here up, so Rich? Sorry good. about your loss good last Good
1: to night. see you. And uh, we'll get into the Browns-Chiefs game momentarily here uh, from the great city of Cleveland, Ohio. Ironically, he's in Kansas City because he was at the game yesterday. Uh, EVP and COO of uh, Nations Lending Corp, Eric Roman. Eric, good to see you.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks, Rich. Absolutely. Uh,
1: from New Orleans, Louisiana, looking happy already. Uh, Big-time Saints fan, CEO of Eustis Mortgage, Kate Dekay. Kate, good to see you.
4: Do that, baby.
1: <laughs> looking terrified, uh, the uh, VP of retail lending for Nicolay National Bank out of Green Bay, Wisconsin, Dana Vandenack. Dana, great to see you. Uh, Dana, I think we're having still some uh, technical issues on the audio maybe. Uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, and Holland Mortgage, their president also looking very happy with his uh, terrible towel. Dave Holland. Dave, good to see you.
5: Thanks for having me. What a win. A lot of glory yesterday.
1: And finally, from Buffalo, New York and Genesee Regional Bank, their SVP over residential lending, Mike Pulver. Mike, good to see you.
6: Hey, Rich. Good to to see you, Dave. Thanks for rubbing it in. Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Believe me, I wish you guys would have won yesterday as a Browns It was ugly. (laughs) Ryan, painfully, we'll start with you and the Browns-Chiefs game. We were texting during it you did the classic reverse psychology. You guys got this game in the bag text. And uh, of course, you know, as, as soon as that starts happening, uh, you know, the Browns really controlling the game. I thought through most of it, the fumble by Chubb, the fumble by our Scottish punter, uh, the interception at the end, and just too much Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill, the the, the pass he made against his body, uh, 45 yards in the air to Hill. It's just, uh, it kills me to lose to him. But, You got to respect them. So your thoughts on the game yesterday. I know you were there.
2: Well, my voice is going to tell you that I was there because I barely have one left. It was incredible. I mean, like you said, we were texting back and forth and the energy, it's just, it's the momentum. It's that carryover, the, uh, the Super Bowl loss and all that pressure that came with it just kind of evaporated in the air in the last and the fourth quarter, man. It was tough. It was what a game though. It's incredible.
1: It was a great game. It felt like a a rematch that we'll see in January, hopefully, uh, hopefully here, not Arrowhead, but that win yesterday could go a long way towards playoff tie breaking and all kinds of other stuff. Great win by the Chiefs. Uh, Eric is our Cleveland and Browns representative. I mean, to me, it was an optimistic loss. It felt like we controlled the game for, you know, roughly three quarters of it. We ran the ball really at will it was the two fumbles that led to four. You can't make those mistakes against my led to 14 KC points. And, uh, it just slipped away from us, but, uh, you were there as well. Uh, your thoughts on the game.
3: You know what? I'll echo what Ryan said. The, uh, the stadium, first of all, is amazing. Arrowhead, Arrowhead's just fantastic. But the energy was, I mean, at one point it was so loud, like it almost hurt your ears. Uh, Fans were fantastic. Uh, really great experience. I brought my son uh, with a friend and, and his boy, and it was just—it was unbelievable. I saw a lot of this. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you heard it down the. Know.
2: You heard it around the rings as you're leaving the stadium too. That was—that's always a fun part when there's a big win. The, the old tomahawk chop and the chance—you can't it beat cool, that. But uh, I
3: will say, Ryan, you know, just uh, what what uh, what Rich said. Uh, we did control the game and. You could almost hear that energy just oh, it was, hear pin drop for a second. It, it was really cool to see uh, some of that action.
2: You know, we've been there before. You've seen it. The Chiefs do it time and time again where they have giant deficits going into the half. They come out and play a whole entire different ball game. But it took the entire game all the way down to the fourth quarter to get that momentum, to get that energy going. And, you know, once we got on the gas, we never let go.
3: Mahomes, Hill, uh, Kelsey, uh, they're unbelievable. Fantastic watching them in action.
1: The front seven, we'll see. They need a little help there uh defensively, but it's like, you know, again, they you know their offense is so good. There's evidence yesterday. You don't need much of a defense when you can score like that. And uh, uh, you know, Kansas City likely to be a, a regular representative uh, on this show, uh, playing in a lot of big games. So, this is probably not the last you'll see of Ryan this year. So, the, oh, the, the Browns, Browns are contenders,
2: they're contenders
1: now. They look good. I, it's a, it's a, I've you know, I've experienced a lot of Browns losses over the years, and uh, I rarely come away, you know, not distraught. And, uh, I felt okay yesterday. So, uh, moving on to uh, the Packers Saints game, Kate. Drew Brees retires, a salary cap purge, Michael Thomas and other injuries, 10 new starters, uh, conventional wisdom. Everybody thinks that, uh, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, angry, long-haired FU tour. I mean, you know, everybody thinks that they're going to march to the displaced game in Jacksonville. All the prognosticators thinking Packers are going to walk into this one. The reality Just a thorough ass whooping. The Saints just, I couldn't believe how good they looked yesterday. How do you explain this? I mean, they looked incredible.
4: Yeah, well, I was amazed, of course. Um, I feel like just like most of us here, we've been going through a lot with the storm passing. So, of course, it was supposed to be a home game which I would have loved to have the feeling that Eric and Ryan did, you know, talk about in the Dome. That's the big thing you can't ever hear. So we really um, that's kind of our, our defense is a part of um, the fans. So seeing the team displaced, seeing um, so many new players and then click so well, I'm pumped for the year.
1: Looked great. Brilliant defensive game plan by Saints defensive coordinator Dennis Allen. You know Sean Payton's a great coach. Jameis Winston looked really good. Five touchdown passes. And Dana Aaron Rodgers, the offensive line was just a hot mess yesterday with the Packers. Your level of panic after one game with all this offseason, Rodgers madness and no camp. Are you worried as a Packers fan? What's the Packer Nation saying this morning?
0: Uh, I actually went to the dentist this morning and that was a more enjoyable experience than watching. <laughs> uh, we've seen them start before, but I didn't see any energy that, you know, Rogers keeps saying that in the locker room, the team hungry, but I didn't see that at all yesterday. Um, the defense obviously needs to figure it out. Um, there was, I, I did. I didn't, it wasn't like they were on the field at all. Um, Jordan love is nice as he's showing some promise but you know, we're, we've got Rogers this year and we've got to use him. And uh, so that, that has to happen. But like I said, we've seen them start before. So hopefully they just came in a little overconfident and we'll, they will turn it around for next.
1: It's going to be fascinating this year. Rogers, the last dance in green Bay, almost for sure. No one loves to hear themselves talk more good or bad. It's going to be just very interesting to, to see how this season plays out for the Packers and Rogers and, where he ends up next year, my, my guess is Denver, but uh, we'll see how that all plays out. So uh, moving on to the Steelers-Bills game, Dave, uh, as a Browns fan, at the first half of this game, I'm like, oh, this is great. The Steelers are going to suck this year. Their offensive line is just as bad as everybody was hoping in Cleveland. Um, and then the second half, just a complete turnaround, 20 unanswered points, a blocked punt for a touchdown, TJ uh, T. Watt. The new mega millionaire just, I think he had five quarterback hits and two stakes, just completely took the game over. Win coming from behind, 23-16, to get this season. That's a huge win. They were seven-point underdogs going into Buffalo, who a lot of people had pegged to win it all this year.
5: It was a tail of two halves, right? Um, our defense kept us in the first half. You alluded to, we have three rookie offensive linemen, a rookie running back, a quarterback who kind of limped into the season. Um, so it, it was great. Our defense kept us in it. Uh, I was hopeful. The team had a jail that first half, and uh, even our running game got going. But our, our defense and our special teams kept us in it. Good things to come, I think, Rich. I think good things to come.
1: Well, it's, you know, good. division is going to be tough. The Ravens have lost, like, every running back on their roster. Uh, no no uh, hard feelings from uh, you or I or Eric on that. They get going tonight in Vegas against the Raiders. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, all are winning teams. And uh, and the Bengals also won yesterday. So uh, AFC North will be interesting to see how that plays out. So uh, Mike, the Bills, uh, the preseason darlings, a lot of money in Vegas piling in on them to win the Super Bowl. Um, Josh Allen coming off a really incredible year. Stefan Diggs as well. Uh, things just, the wheels kind of just fell off the wagon. The offensive line was just a disaster, like it was for Green Bay. I think uh, they could not keep Watt and the others off of Allen. And I think they had like six or seven holding penalties. So how many sacks would they have given up if they wouldn't have been holding everybody? Uh, Your thoughts as a Bills fan watching that opener?
6: Well, the Bills just laid an egg. I mean, that was just, um, there was, to your point, there was so much hype. And, uh, I mean, it was a bummer. I mean, there was not a lot of – other than the Buffalo defense in the first half playing well. um, Outside of that, I mean, Josh missed a a touchdown. The guy was wide open, just overthrew him, um, which was remnants of his rookie year. So they're going to have to really corral the wagons um, this week. I mean, fortunately, they're playing Miami down in Miami – next week so I'm hopeful that uh, they can get fired up and, and bounce back but they they did not look good they just did not look good and in Buffalo to New York and up upstate New York I mean the Bills are a way of life here so it's amazing just people coming in to work today all bummed out so I had to give them a little pep talk and they they still can go fifteen and one, so that's what I'm holding out for.
1: <laughs> the Bills Mafia, and you mentioned good bounce back opportunity for them next week. Dana, the Packers as well. Aaron Rodgers was quick in his post game comments to point out that they have an opportunity to write the ship next week. The Lions, who looked abysmal as usual yesterday before staging a crazy comeback, so chance for the Packers to write the ship next week. The Lions coming in the Lambo. I mean, that's about as juicy, a comeback opportunity uh, as, as you get right there. now you're still having some audio and some funny comments in the chat about Dana's internet connection uh, being about as good as the uh, Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams connection Excellent. right now. So, Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so great uh, recap and analysis of uh, the action. I uh, wanna go back through our panelists and get some local insight into the housing markets that they're representing. Uh, I think that was a big part of the thought behind this show, Uh, just with the pandemic changing so much with our industry. So many of our lenders have a more national strategy now. It's not like I ran lending for a bank in Ohio. We did business in Ohio. I think lenders now are looking more nationally at their approach. So we figured we'd bring on some members to give some insight into some of the different housing markets that they represent. And uh, we'll start once again uh, in the Kansas city market, Ryan, and the Kansas city housing market you live in, right? Like the OP, which is uh Overland park. That is like the big bustling suburb of Kansas city. But I was shocked. The not shocked, but the, we look up when we do the show prep for this show, the red fin complete score, which right. kind of rates the housing markets in each city. Kansas City ranked 78 out of 100, which is a really high score, ranked as very competitive. Kansas City housing market is bustling right now.
2: Yeah, it is, it really is. I mean, uh, being in the Midwest, we, we get a lot of comfort in stability, right? So during the pandemic, we saw quite a few you know, folks that were from New York or folks from California making their way into KC um, and it, it just being a consistent, Housing market, no, no big ups, no big dips, uh, as long as I've lived here. Now, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, which is on the outside, well, away from Overland Park. OP and, and Johnson County is that that bustling metropolis, the old uh, uh, the suburbs, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's new money. It's it's a it's a great great schools, great place to be. But seeing these folks coming in from out of state, they're you know, what, what you can afford in in New York or on the East Coast and the West Coast compared to what it is here in Kansas City, you know, you get significantly more house. So Kansas City has been propositioning itself over the last 10, 15 years with, you know, we, have the, we were the first Google Fiberhood. So we had a lot of technology come in, a lot of tech companies come in, a lot of software companies and a lot of entrepreneurship through our Kauffman Foundation here in Kansas City as well. So all of these opportunities for businesses, lower taxes stable housing markets good schools really affords for a a great housing market quite frankly
1: i think you hit on a lot of the reasons that uh, you're starting to see some statistics come up just pandemic related again work from home uh more of a migration from higher priced cities on the coast to cities in the middle part of america all six of you this week all representing cities in the middle third of america next week we we bring in la and uh, some cities on the East Coast that'll be representing uh, teams, uh, but uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. And uh, you know, a lot more home obviously in the Midwest, and cities like Kansas City have benefited from that. So,
2: and it helps to have a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City as well. So that that brings a lot. Like fifty waterbirders are coming to Kansas City now too, thanks to Patrick. So, I mean, he, he's the, he's really the glue that puts us all together. He's the reason for Kansas City of being
1: what it is today listen eric roman and i watched lebron james completely change the finances the economy of the city of cleveland and mahomes is that type of star athlete and good segue to move to eric uh, and cleveland eric i've been chronicling it on this show and others i bought a house in cleveland three months ago it's been a very competitive housing market uh, we saw a big flight of people moving downtown Cleveland and then uh, like in a lot of cities, more of a flight to some of the big suburb cities, but been a very competitive housing market in Cleveland. A lot of the same similarities, why people are moving here, uh, that Ryan hit on, uh, your thoughts on the local Cleveland, Ohio, Northeast Ohio housing market.
3: Yeah. So Cleveland's been, uh, going through kind of a Renaissance the last 20 years. They've been really trying to put themselves back on the map, uh, Home prices historically are uh, steady uh, appreciation, about 5% annually. Uh, Looking back at August of 21, sorry about the noise, guys, uh, we saw almost 20% year over year. So, you know, I think a lot of that came from the COVID bubble, but uh, we're starting to see it cool. I think Cleveland's reached its peak in the market. Um, It's also one of the hottest investor markets for people who want to rent homes. We got a lot of money coming in from outside investors, as well as some local guys that, uh, you know, because the medium home price is about 125K right now, you know, it's very affordable living in Cleveland and uh, the upside on the rental incomes versus the mortgage debt is uh, is really nice for investors.
1: Outstanding. Uh, moving on to Kate, Kate, city in New Orleans, such a great city. Hard to think. Our last TMC conference was there uh, the last time we kind of all got together in person and uh, a great city had some uh, obviously been affected by COVID more than a lot of major cities. Uh, the Hurricane Ida. Uh, what is this, the current state of the New Orleans, uh, Louisiana housing market?
4: Well, uh, Right now, it's slow, <laughs> clearly, because uh, we're just kind of getting power back. Everybody's getting situated. Most schools just started this week. Some are still out. So we'll see a little bit of a lull, unfortunately. You know, I I try to compare it to other areas that have um, snow, you know, snow where there's kind of weeks of time that it's a bit slow. Unfortunately, if a hurricane hits us, we're obviously down and out for a little while. Um, but it's funny, you know, people are posting memes because they're getting stuff that says, you know, now's the time to move out of New Orleans or why don't you move out of New Orleans? But Um, you know, our culture is really strong and, and, you know, nobody, nobody even considers leaving. Um, the saints are always a big part of that culture. We have some, you know, some growth still, and more specifically in oil and tech, our tourism is always going to be our biggest growth. So, you know, we really need to see that starting to come back. Um, we have also seen a little bit of, um, like Ryan had mentioned, um, people can kind of live wherever they want now so that work remote model has really benefited us because people come to new orleans and love new orleans but they can't live here because they work elsewhere so that has really um added added some uh, new transplants here our inventory is about two and a half months um we have pretty strong demand in areas that are highly sought after particular price points. We have lesser demand in areas of homes that need work. In New Orleans, they really do have a lot of inventory that needs work. Um, So, uh, you know, finding that kind of buyer that's willing to do some work is is big for us. We've seen about 10% year-over-year increase in this price. And I do have a funny story about Kansas City. So my mother-in-law and father-in-law lived in Kansas City, They called me about six months ago and said, should we list our house now? They plan on retiring in two years, um, moving down to New Orleans, splitting time between kind of their kids and grandkids. And I said, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do it in the next few months. Well, 10 days later, she listed her house, sold it within a day, you know, made a substantial amount of money because they had only owned it for about five years. So I would say Kansas City is definitely a hot market.
2: It's you're, you're right, Kate. It's, I would say an average time on market right now to go to contract is probably five to 10 days at the longest. It's, there's nothing in that first time, second, even third time house. Uh, it, anything that hit that's between 300 and 600,000 is gone. And, she in, was. Uh, and yeah. so since
4: fans were outside of our house
2: uh, <laughs> three
4: weeks later, needless to say <laughs> we have a new house. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Kate. Great synopsis of the New Orleans housing market. Uh, Moving on to Dana. Dana, the Green Bay, Wisconsin area, uh, give us your analysis and uh, insight into that housing market.
0: Are you okay? Because I know there was some issue.
1: Yep, we got you.
0: So in in this area, Green Bay is usually fairly insulated from the big highs and lows. We have dips and and valleys and, and hills, but they're not the magnitude that you see in some of the bigger cities. Uh, we rely a lot on manufacturing and, and industrial things here. So, um, so that's really nice to see. So the home price increase um, of well over 10% uh, in the last year has really been a big shock to our area. Um, so uh, so many first-time home buyers just struggling to, uh, to find something reasonable for them to get to. Um, building is very, very heavy right now. So we have a lot of builders very, very busy. Um, I am seeing some signs of it calming down a little bit. Obviously, we're a cold weather state. Our, um, our market, usually real estate, really slows down in the winter months. We did not see that slow down much last year. I do anticipate it probably slowing maybe sort of returning to normal um, starting again in the spring. But right now, yeah, homes are not staying on the market very fast. Um, we have price points all over the place that are, are going very quickly. Obviously, 10 to 12 weekends out of the year, um, the place gets really busy. when we have the Packers home games here. Um, And that's a huge, but industry
1: together. Excellent. Dave, the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania market, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, as much as I bag on the Steelers, really great city, just a couple hours from where I live. Great downtown, great food. A lot of fun things to do there also has really grown the downtown area and the surrounding suburbs over the course of the last 10, 15 years. What the current state of the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania housing market?
5: It's the same as everyone on this uh, panel. Um, We have a real heavy tech with CMU. So there was a sign out in Seattle said into tech, want to afford a house, move to Pittsburgh. It's a big billboard (laughs) in Seattle. So, you know, five years ago, you could still buy grandma's house for 80 grand, fix it up uh, in a decent neighborhood. Um, So it's good. I, I tried to find the article before I got on the call, but Pittsburgh was the most affordable housing market in the country based on medium sales price. You only need $38,000 to afford it. Place, places like San Jose were like quarter of a million dollars, 275. So uh, great market. It says 5% year over year, maybe because 20 was such a good year in our housing market, but um, I've never seen so many multiple bids on every single home. Uh, I'm not talking four or five, I'm talking 40, 50 bids, which is, you know, not the Pittsburgh market. So, strong homes aren't in the market very long it's it's been good it's been good Tough for first-time home buyers like a lot of you said
1: and mike you're actually in rochester new york just a little bit uh just down the road from buffalo uh in that western new york area though uh the uh current state of the kind of western new york real estate western new york
5: housing
6: i mean i kind of very much in sync with what everyone else has said rich i mean you know the market here, um, just has never gone through the boom bust cycles that a lot of other cities go through. So it's just very stable. Um, you know, we've seen like everybody on this call has said our, our average sales price the past 12 months has gone up between 15 to 20%, um, you know, based on, um, you know, the markets that we serve. And, you know, the, I think the win that all of us are experiencing, you know, with that is, you know, in terms of running the mortgage group, I had budgeted an average loan size for our group of, of X, but it's turned out to be Y, which is about 10 to 15% higher. And we're, you know, that's, everybody's winning because of that. Right. So the the LOs are winning because of that, you know, the P and L is winning because of that. So, that's That's been pretty cool to see. And again, um, you know, it's steady. Um, you know, I really, you know, we like, um, uh, Dana, when it gets really cold here, um, the market does literally, you know, cool off, but it's it's not as seasonal as it used to be. Um, you don't see those big, you know, swings in the springs, it's just a much more, stable environment. And, and for us, I mean, we, we run right now, we're at about 78, 79% purchase money. And we've always really focused on, on doing that. And uh, so that in the event that rates do go up, we don't have, you know, as much of an abrupt hit to our production. So, so knock on wood, it's a, it's still a very stable, good housing market for us.
1: Excellent. Thanks, Mike. And uh, thanks to all our correspondents this week, Ryan and Eric and Kate, Dana, Dave and Mike, really appreciate you guys coming on. This really was exactly how I envisioned this show uh, when we kind of drew it up on the whiteboard and uh, some good games to get things going. An exciting opening week and uh, great to get some local insight into some different uh, major metropolitan housing markets across America. Uh, we'll continue to do this show every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. And I think you're going to see uh, some of these same people back. Uh, I, you know, we're going to need like like a few Kansas City correspondents because uh, it, it looks like they're going to be like one of the uh, best people are going to get sick of hearing about the Kansas City housing market. So but uh, thank you all to our correspondents. Thanks to for our attendees for taking a half hour out. Uh, and as always, with all our programming, we'll be uh, very short order. Uh, loading this to our YouTube page and releasing it on YouTube. And of course, making it a podcast as well, where I know a lot of you listen as well. So until next week, have a great week, everyone. Take care. See you.
5: Thanks, Rich. Perfect. Bye, guys. Brown.
1: Rich. Go Browns. Yeah, Go Browns.
0: For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.